0: So before we start, we're going to go into Lost in Space. Warning, Will Robinson! (laughs) Warning, Will! Warning! (laughs) What we're going to be talking about today is about things that you put in your body to help your brain. Yes. But we are not saying take any of this stuff.
1: Nope, and we are not endorsing anything. We are not recommending anything. We uh, are just...
0: Talking Talking. about it. So whatever you hear here, do your homework. Study it. And then decide yay or nay. And go from there.
1: Always be safe.
2: The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. The podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by... V. Bingo and Tim Gandy.
0: And this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to...
1: Another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast.
0: And here we're here with... Zach. Zach. And we're going to continue our talk from last week on no Trumps.
1: Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: And we're back, and last week we talked a lot about no-trops. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's still more to talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Dee, what would you like to talk about?
1: <laughs> Gee. <laughs> the clarified butter. And uh, the clarified butter, as we mentioned Quite a bit last time it has to do with the gut membrane and the brain and all that stuff but also helps the absorption totally. right of yeah. the fat soluble molecules mm-hmm.
0: so and there's there's a lot of different uh, of your herbs or yeah. not herbs but what are they what would you call them um, I would,
3: I'd call them herbs synthetics okay. or nutrients um, they
0: need, some of them need to have fat.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I
0: know there's some of the, the big word name that you use.
3: That, Phospholipid bilayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's mostly for like the integrity of the cell. So that's where your dietary fats come in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's certain nutrients that definitely need fats to be fully absorbed. It can be the difference between um, wasting 80% of your money or wasting 20% of your money. Because when you're not absorbing it, you're literally pissing it down the toilet. So, it's important when you're putting a new molecule in your body, just do a quick Google search and see if it's water-soluble or fat-soluble. Yeah.
0: And I know, like, we used to, for fat-soluble, we would put a shot of uh, uh, MCT oil Love it. Yeah. and then put the... Take the take
1: the powder yes. with the MCT oil.
0: Did oh yeah. Do that. That was terrible. Yes. It, I can
1: it, imagine. It, it smelled terrible and it tasted terrible.
3: Was it the paracetam?
0: Yes. Yeah. It, it was it's part of, of it. It's not a tasty one. It was for part sure. of
1: it. Yeah. And uh, I started
3: to like it.
0: Well
1: what <laughs> <but> also what <laughs> what happens it's whatever doesn't kill you uh, Make makes you stronger. You stronger or, or
3: smarter. <laughs> uh, or smarter. Or dumber. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or it better run away. (laughs) But uh, uh, ayurvedically speaking, the bitter taste and the astringent taste, which those things had uh, is uh, is very, can be very, very therapeutic for us because those are two tastes that we completely avoid. Mm -hmm. We don't like anything bitter or anything astringent, but they are extremely good for us emotionally and mentally.
3: Yeah, and, and like bitter in nature is usually um, indicative of liver function, liver health. Um, and it's kind of interesting because when you take a bitter compound or chemical, it's likely your liver that's going to be mm-hmm. processing that. So that was yeah. an interesting connection. Yeah,
1: and uh, we we avoid like even – and. Also, like, we avoid uh, black coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Because black coffee... A lot of
0: people just put cream and sugar and yeah, all that is ruined. Ro- exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So the bitter taste makes us, according to Ayurveda, a lot more realistic. Hmm. So we are able to actually see reality as is instead of as we would like it to be. Yeah, makes uh, sense. The astringent gives us more grit. So, and if you think about it, that's what a lot of times we are missing. Mm-hmm. We we don't have like that, you know, we don't, don't see, have that John Wayne Exactly. Choice. Exactly. No. So
3: And also in nature when you forage plants, even plants you might be familiar with, they they tend to be way more bitter yeah. and, and not as tasty as mm-hmm. our, our mass produced mm-hmm. food taste. So um and and that that bitterness is from the plant's resilience yeah Um, so that was another they bite right (laughs) yeah they do they
1: really do so like a horda right you talk you love talking about horda which are like the wild greens Mm -hmm. that uh growing in Greece
0: Greece. so you you have to boil it, yeah, exactly, and then yeah. after you boil it for a while, mm-hmm. you strain it, you add a whole bunch of olive oil and mm-hmm. a little bit of lemon, so you're getting a lot of the different tastes mm-hmm. in one meal, exactly. or one actually side. In, in, Sounds in delicious. Side. It yeah. is Sounds really good.
1: good. Yeah, and they have a lot of benefits, uh, a lot of benefits, and by boiling the crap out of them mm-hmm. and adding the olive oil and lemon and oil and stuff, uh, you are... That helps the absorption of the good stuff and
0: breaks down the anti-nutrients.
1: Exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. So it's when you are eating vegetables and grains, doing it the Mm -hmm. old way breaks it down as much as it needs to be so that you absorb the best of it without getting the worst of it.
3: Yeah, Yeah. based off of that description, it sounds like that would be a really good choice for breakfast. Like having that in the morning maybe with some eggs, Mm -hmm. um, that can sustain you for a long time.
0: We we would have it with... uh, uh lamb lamb, yeah. <laughs> yes. lamb, 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 lamb works yes. yeah, yeah that works lamb eggs uh breakfast at, at least there if yeah. we weren't doing just coffee and butter mm-hmm. uh we were doing uh bait fish bait fish and bait fish and some horta mm-hmm. and more bait fish and a Sauce, little bit of, yeah and some, they the one place in mani was making a sausage with oranges in it oh, man. Yeah. oh that was delicious <sighs> uh the hotel is do you remember the name of the hotel
1: uh, I have the link to it. Yep. It's a
0: hotel. If you are in <laughs> Greece or you're only, going to Greece, yeah. Yeah. go there. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 Excellent food. Great yeah. people. And a great, great view. Mm. Yes.
1: Amazing view. Room 16 is the best. You don't
0: get it because that's ours. Mm-hmm. They actually It's, a, it's a corner room. When they know we're coming, they save it for us. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we go down there so much because it, it's right. She has 49 olive trees. About, what? Five minute drive from there. Mm-hmm. So that's where we stay when we pick the olives and everything. That's and great. it's just a great little mom and pop hotel with uh, puppies that we actually think are Greek gods.
3: <laughs> that's funny.
1: <laughs> so I guess you say that because we were doing a lot of the uh, no tropics uh-huh. <laughs> So we could see the <laughs> we could see things you could and feel it. exactly, uh-huh. could feel it.
0: There was literally—I think the dogs were doing no trap. I, I think uh, so. There was this one dog that had one color eye. It was like a blue eye mm-hmm. and a light-colored eye. And I watched him, and I wasn't on anything, <laughs> and I wasn't drinking either. In the mor- in the evening, he would go behind the dumpster and pull out like blankets, and no. he would then take it and put it on a table, like a yes, picnic table.
1: I swear. And that's
0: where he slept. What? And then in the morning. He would pick that up and bring it and stash it back behind the dumpster. And I thought I was stoned or something, and I got V to look and hey, she watched him do it. I, I watched that, him do it. That Greek food. Uh-huh. I That's bet. I
1: bet they are they have a lot of omega Omega-3s threes yeah. in them or something. Yeah. And yeah.
3: you know the Mediterranean diet is like the healthiest. The, in the real world. Mediterranean Yeah, yeah the yeah. original yeah. high in mm-hmm. fats, um, yeah.
1: low
0: low grains. A lot of fish, a lot of olive oil. Exactly. A lot of lamb, mm-hmm. uh, and then they do have goat. A lot, yep, of, lot goat. of goat. Lot uh, of, uh, yogurt, si-
1: a yogurt. lot of yogurt. And a lot of the the feta.
0: Yep, and uh, just the some greens.
1: Oh, the greens, yep. the horda, yeah, the
0: horta. But they don't, you know, it's, the old didn't have like uh, didn't have all the other weird vegetables. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. basically horta.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and the tomatoes that they would eat, yep. uh, they would peel, peel them, of them and, and, yep. uh, the, lo- the olive oil vol- vol- and
0: stuff. But the Horta, if you find a, and it's usually a lady, mm-hmm. but if you find like a 90-year-old lady, man, they can teach you so much about what plants to pick down there. Exactly. And it was just delicious. You I could bet. sit there and they bring it in and make the food. And the one lady at the, at the restaurant, uh, and we'll put that in there, mm-hmm. she was making... Uh,
1: the pies, the pies cheese with pies. A huge
0: amount of cheese. Yeah. It was delicious. Oh hungry. Okay. Hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really good food. Yes. Uh we Probably be there in November, so you can't get room sixteen in November. <laughs> uh, there, but excellent food, be- beautiful view, and just great people.
1: Yeah, which uh, which also the food, like you said. Did we it,
0: turn this into an ad for Greece, or it, is it back to? <laughs> uh,
1: so what it's and it goes into what you had mentioned uh, in the beginning of the whole no trope thing is that nutrients, yeah. right? Nutrients. So. With the right diet, then you are a lot more grounded and you can experiment safer with a lot of other things because it's more of a calculated risk.
3: For sure. Yeah, nutrients, that's your baseline. That is your foundation. So if you are living a standard American diet, a sad diet, um, and you simply start eating more Mediterranean, eating more fats, eating more ketogenic, you're going to notice an increase in brain function. Mm-hmm. You don't need to hop into the nootropics world. Just clean your diet up. And then once you clean that up, then you start throwing stuff in. But it usually takes a few months yeah. Yeah. to start building new cells. And
1: yeah. And the whole, uh, you mentioned ketogenic, and that's a word that's being thrown around a lot yeah. right now. So I would like you to e- explain to people in very simple terms what what is ketogenic okay. diet
3: um, so your body can run off of two fuels mm-hmm. glucose or sugar or ketones or mm-hmm. fat um, a ketogenic diet is a diet that's low in sugar pretty low in protein mm-hmm. but high in fat so it essentially makes it so your metabolism flips from running off of sugar Mm -hmm. to running off of fat, Mm -hmm. preferably your own stored body fat. So um, a ketogenic diet, you're going to be doing more intermittent fasting because Mm -hmm. it's going to become easy and natural. Um, Your blood sugar is going to stabilize, and you're going to lose fat because you're training your body to crave crave the fat over over the sugar.
1: So go Go ahead. ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say that my mine is uh, a lot of people say that your mitochondria has to have sugar to live. And you're saying eat a high fat and low sugar. How do I feed my mitochondria?
3: So your mitochondria, your, your brain in particular does need some sugar. Like being hyperglycemic is just as bad as being hypoglycemic, meaning mm. high blood sugar and low blood sugar. So you want to be somewhere in the middle. Um. But there's something called, um, basically, protein can turn into sugar if you're in a state of low sugar. Mm -hmm. Um, So from eating protein, you're going to have adequate amounts of glucose. Yes, because I remember
0: when the Atkins diet first came out, everybody's like, well, I'm losing muscle. Well, and we were told that we're losing muscle because we weren't putting carbs in our body and our body was eating our muscle in order to feed it. The sugar. Uh So is that similar, or does that make sense, or is Um, that where we're just being scammed in the uh, gym?
3: Well, when you're eating low sugar, you're going to become glycogen depleted, which Uh is the sugar stored in your muscles. So yeah, Yeah. your muscles will appear smaller, um, but doesn't mean you're actually burning muscle. But if you eat a low protein diet, then you will slowly but surely over time be eroding muscle. But with that being said, like don't let that scare you. If you if you went a month. Eating low protein diet and then started exercising, eating protein, you'd gain that right back within a week or two.
1: And it all it all depends also on what what you are talking about, working out and all of this, because there is the glyconeogenesis. Yeah. So for like your body to start eating muscle, it takes a lot. So if you are if you are the heavy lifter, right, the real heavy lifter, you are gonna need a lot more uh, protein
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: than to Keep you uh, going. So again, so it's back it's to a, what you're, who you are exactly. Yeah. It's like who you are. So because like a work, you know, uh, someone, you know, doing body weight training most of the time, uh, you know, uh, half hour a day or something. It's they are not even. It, it doesn't matter a lot for sure. And also yeah. on the
3: day you are doing yeah. that that workout is it, yeah. the day you want to eat more protein. Uh-huh. Um, People think more protein is better, and that's just not true yeah. at all. In yeah. fact, you won't live longer eating a high-protein diet. You want to eat a low-to-moderate protein diet in all reality um, because animal protein in particular increases mTOR, which is great for building muscle mm-hmm. and building tissue, but over time, like you don't want to have that pathway turned on all the time because then tumors will come about. So It's important to turn that on and turn it off, which is where the intermittent fasting comes in.
1: Exactly, and what you are doing, how yeah. much you are using. Uh, what you are storing, you are what you store. Mm-hmm. So it's don't be a hoarder, one way or another. Truly, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Really, yeah.
3: You want to have yeah. an efficient body, exactly. something that's resilient, it something is. that can go twelve hours mm-hmm. without eating.
1: Yeah, treat your body like a truck, truck. that yep. you can you can never replace. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. So that's his line. I stole it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. What else does Ayurveda say now more about the no-traps and is should we be following the old Ayurveda or should we going more toward the new uh, knowledge in no-traps
1: the new knowledge as in uh, not a commodity Ayurveda right. the modern knowledge I think I think ideally we want to the com- we want a combination
3: yeah absolutely
1: because we, we uh, and what I, I believe is the most practical uh, way is you, you set the foundation in terms of the food, in terms of the cleansing, staying, staying clean mm-hmm. uh-huh. with what you eat. The very, very simple way that Charaka was describing, then you are a lot more grounded. So then you can experiment a lot more safer. Because there are a lot of benefits from the new, the modern no say. Because the, even the synthetic no drops, mm-hmm. there are a lot of benefits because our food is not as clean as it used to be, because the soil is not as clean. So why not take advantage of what's available to us mm-hmm. today through this, in, uh, through the modern no to enhance ourselves mm-hmm. it, it's you wanna you wanna live in a quantum way yeah not in a newtonian mechanical way
3: absolutely
0: okay.
1: so
0: uh we'll be right back and we'll talk more
1: stay tuned
2: do you like what you hear The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you.
0: And we're back. And we were just talking about mitochondria a little bit. Mm -hmm. And in Ayurveda, what is the Sanskrit? What is Sanskrit for mitochondria?
1: It's Shakti. It's our Shakti. It's our divine uh, female energy. Yeah. It's uh, our... uh, uh, The mitochondria, actually, the mitochondria in our body is the oldest part of our body. And actually, the mitochondria were like billion years ago the mm-hmm. mitochondria survived they were like little bacteria yeah. and everything was being killed by oxygen mm-hmm. so they survived because they started using oxygen to help them mm-hmm. they said okay let's adapt that's why i love the mitochondria because it's all about adapting right which goes to your question well should we stick with old ayurveda or, or... go with a new or you adapt yeah right Mm-hmm. And our brain, the cells of our brain have the most mitochondria, brain heart, and then retina and ovaries in mm-hmm. women.
0: Okay. So, so that so mitochondria need need needs
1: fat yeah. and
0: to some degree sugar.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 And, it, we,
0: and cross the board, we both agree from today's world and old world. Yes. 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 You do
1: need. You do need some form of sugar mm-hmm. actually what you do need is some form of the good sweet taste mm-hmm. because right in the beginning we were talking about the bitter and astringent the other very important taste of ayurveda is the sweet mm. because the sweet gives us makes us good people yeah, makes us sure. nice makes us sweeter. exactly yeah. exactly so it's If we don't have enough of the sweet taste in our diet, we are never going to feel satiated. We are never going to feel, okay, I'm good.
0: But with that, the sweet taste isn't candy, is it?
1: So I can go eat candy or what? That's not candy. That's that's the crappy taste. And they put all sorts of things that create the addiction, Mm -hmm. like we were talking uh, uh, before about things that make you addicted, right? So the real sweet taste is the heavy cream, mm-hmm. pure fat. Actually, you can yeah. think of it. Uh, white basmati rice, nothing wrong with white basmati rice. Uh, sweet potatoes, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate mm-hmm. has enough sweet taste. Yeah, butter. Okay, yeah, it does have a sweet creamy taste. Exactly. Sure.
0: Yeah. Now, cheddar talks a little bit about carbs. Yeah. But his carbs are in wine.
1: Are wine, yes, <laughs> actually, take yeah. yeah take so,
0: carbs. <laughs> so is that yeah. sweet? That
1: is sweet, yes. You make, uh, you make alcohol with fruit. It's like oh, that has sweet taste. It depends. And it can have even sweet and astringent together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And pungent mm-hmm. to wake you up. So that's, we need that. That's why I, I love the old Ayurveda, because it, it's, a, it's a lot more real. Mm-hmm. We can't, you, I, I, would, I wouldn't be able to feel good for a very long period if I didn't experience the good sweet taste every now and then. For sure. For yeah, sure. even ricotta cheese, right? Full mm-hmm. fat ricotta cheese.
3: It's all about balance. It yeah. is. Yeah, mitochondria seem to be like a really big buzzword in mm-hmm. the world of longevity, mm-hmm. biohacking, uh, health optimization. Mm-hmm. Um, because your mitochondria function less as you age. That's mm-hmm. why you are less energetic as you age. And it's you Speaks can imagine it. <laughs> you can imagine it like an inverse graph, where mm-hmm. as the age goes up, the, mito- yeah. the um, NAD and mitochondrial function go down. So right now, boosting mitochondrial health is—it's going to be the new fad thing. I'm telling you, in mm-hmm. the next couple of years, um, beyond ketogenic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like the world of biohacking, there's NAD, which is incredible for rejuvenating your mitochondria. Mm-hmm. Um, There's things like NR and NMN, which also boost NAD. Mm -hmm. Um, B vitamins are great for mitochondrial health. CoQ10 is great for mitochondrial health. Um, But also light fat and good oxygen is really what it takes to sustain your mitochondria throughout your whole life. So those are the foundational things. And clean water, of course.
0: Uh, I've been hearing about peptide is peptide similar to that does that feed your mitochondria or is that something completely different
3: definitely that yeah. there's some peptides like motc that could that can directly influence mitochondrial function before you go um, into that what is it a peptide is a arrangement of proteins produced by your body or by your gut bacteria that induce a physiological function of some sort okay. um, whether that's upregulating brain derived nootropic factor or brain fertilizer, quote unquote, um, or, um, helping renovate the cell. There's literally hundreds of peptides they are discovering them every week. So, um, it can get a little confusing, uh-huh. but this is the future of medicine, like straight, straight up. Um, Russians have been using them since like the sixties or seventies and those are approved in Russia and being used as medicine. So we are lagging here in the West. Um, because it's gonna dip into the pockets of the pharmaceutical companies because they're very cheap to produce they're extremely effective and you don't need there's no side effects virtually no side effects if you dose it correctly and they actually heal you like they, they change your body forever so you don't need to keep taking them which is why we don't know about them here in the West
1: so they operate it's that uh, they would uh, actually be a form of epigenetic therapy is that like
3: uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Triggering some genes, turning off um, some genes, turning on some genes. I'm, I'm sure
3: some of them can do that. I oh, honestly don't know. Okay. Just to, to be honest.
1: Okay. Um, they probably yeah, haven't yeah. I'm
3: assuming it. Tec- yeah, I mean technically it would be epigenetic because it's going above genetics. Uh huh. Um. So. But. Yeah. They. I don't want to be like. Quoted it on. No, it. no, no, <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 no. We're just a podcast. Uh, We're not exactly. saying to take it. We're we not saying to follow.
3: No. We're not medical. All
0: no, that stuff. We, and but and yeah, we are
1: speculating. There's a lot
3: of anti-aging clinics popping up right now uh-huh. that you could actually go see a physician and get the right therapy for for you.
1: For, through peptides.
3: For peptides and oh. NAD. Um, you, you technically can go to an IV clinic
1: uh-huh. or
3: a functional medicine doctor and get NAD, but NAD... You guys are going to be hearing a lot more about it over the years because it's the biggest advancement in anti-aging since like stem cells um yeah and incredible. nad
1: uh, for the listener stands
3: for I believe it's nicotinamide um arginine dinucleotide let me let me look this up real quick so uh, i think it
1: will be in the notes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Don't something worry.
3: something yeah. along those lines but basically what nad is is it is found in every single cell and every single mitochondria it is the the mechanism that takes the light, takes the food, takes the water, and takes the air, um, breaks them apart, and creates ATP or okay. energy, uh-huh. um, or Kundalini, you can call it in Ayurveda, because that is life force. ATP is human life would force. Be prana, exactly. Or prana, yeah. It would be me. the
1: prana. Very good. Capital P. Yeah. Prana with capital P. Very good. And
3: what generates prana?
1: That's God. God. That's where that's where Ayurveda goes. It's mm-hmm. when we say God is whoever
3: you believe, the, the animating the, the force inside exactly. the animates. Yeah.
1: So Ayurveda says that we we have there is prana with capital P in us, and it's not our breath.
0: Mm-hmm. That's lower P.
1: Exactly, prana mm-hmm. with the our slumber. breath. Our breath is prana with lower P. So, Ayurveda says there is something that gives us prana. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, because we can even slow down our breath completely, right? And we are still alive. Mm-hmm. So, our breath, our pulse is a vehicle of the life force. And the idea is that we have the prana that circulates through us but with capital P but there is also a, fr- a form of prana with capital P that's stored and that's the kundalini energy
3: mm, that's interesting
1: and we don't want to mess with the kundalini energy unless our prana that's already circulating does you know the job pretty good. It's smooth Mm -hmm. enough because if we have blockages in the circulation of our prana, then all we are going to do waking up the stored is make this worse. Mm -hmm. That's why you want to stay grounded, have control, awareness, a supportive environment. Mm -hmm. So So would
3: extended fasting increase kundalini?
1: Actually... Uh, it depends. Mm-hmm. You want to you no. go ahead? No, no, no. Yeah. Sure. So, what extended... Fa- so, uh, that's where the bioenergies are handy. Extended fasting creates a lot of space, right? Because you, you don't put food in, right? And if you don't put food in, you create a lot of space in your gut. Now, that can actually mess up you are vada bioenergy Mm -hmm. if you are not grounded enough. Mm -hmm. So that's why the vada is the uh, the first first bioenergy uh, to go out of balance, because the two main elements of vada are space and air. Mm -hmm. So if you give it too much space, then it can can become too much. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't have enough kapha, if you're not grounded enough, Mm -hmm. then it can cause problems. That's where they start with 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Ayurveda says for someone who eats all the time, the easiest thing that is strong enough mm-hmm. to show a shift is 12 hours. Of course, if they are not diabetic and yeah. supervision yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And then you do that for a while and 35 days. 35 days, actually.
0: Ayurveda says that it takes 35 days for whatever you put in your mouth today to completely mm-hmm. leave your body. Like energetically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And you do that for a while, then go to 14 hours. Mm-hmm. Do that for a while. And that's how you make the changes.
3: Mm-hmm. But but fasting does not influence kundalini. That's because sh- like i I like I've personally experimented with fasting and my spiritual energy felt like it definitely increased, like my connection to to, to the one, you know? And, so, uh,
1: and that's exactly what do you mean by how it affects Kundalini? And what is...
3: Increasing the, the, the flow of it. energy. Not necessarily intending on bringing it upwards to the uh-huh. crown, but, but increasing like the stored energy. Because in biohacking or in that world of uh-huh. health optimization fasting causes the release of stored energy via fat so i'm just kind of trying to make some connections Hmm. with both of our worlds
1: so and that's exactly what is it's like what does it mean to you Mm -hmm. the spiritual energy or with a connection with Mm one? for everyone is going to be different so and that's where the concept of kundalini comes in in ayurveda is kundalini is having the the healthy way of uh, raising the Kundalini is feeling more connected mm-hmm. with your something bigger than yourself. And that can be... Or expanding your consciousness, actually. Mm-hmm. So what it means to everyone to expand their consciousness is different. Mm-hmm. So that's... And that's the thing. It gives you more... Abilities to experience more, to take in more information, process more information.
3: Because you've
0: created because, space. Because in you've order created for that to space,
1: yeah, and you have less, uh, say, blockages.
3: Yeah, opens up your psychic. Eggs, ex- and, and
1: that's exactly the whole concept of if someone is an asshole, it's gonna make them bigger asshole. Yeah, right? because they'll be able to understand more, pay attention to more, mm-hmm. process more, and do more. So, raising, and thats I'm glad you asked that question, raising the kundalini or working with more kundalini doesn't make you a nicer person.
3: Yeah, it could make you a more psychotic person. Exactly,
1: exactly. (laughs) It could make
0: you, and actually we've seen that on a lot of occasions because remember we had a studio that had over 25 teachers coming in and out because we taught over 50 classes a week, and the ones that were really working on their kundalini energy
1: Without making without um, being
0: grounded because mm -hmm. a lot of them aren't uh, ended up uh, worried more about money Mm -hmm. uh, stole Mm -hmm. uh, after they started doing things so they opened up their ability to be more of a thief Mm -hmm. they opened up their ability to be more of a backstabber Mm -hmm. they opened up their more of a manipulator Mm -hmm. so some of them were not grounded enough to be able to accept who they were. So they became a much worse person, and yeah. I don't think they ever shifted back. Yeah. So you want to really do want. it slow yeah. and really focus on yeah. your first couple chakras yes. before you start yeah. screwing with the top ones, which yeah. is very interesting, is that our chakra series that we've, we've done, uh, everybody listens to the crown chakra and the, the third eye chakra, crowned chakra. Crowned and third because the eye. they already think that they have their first chakra yeah. taken care of yeah. it's like no uh it's like five times yeah. more listenings to the crown chakra than the first chakra yeah. wow and the first chakra is the most important yeah, yeah. and so it, yeah. it's just it's very interesting to see and this is where i want to go mm-hmm. with uh, one last question because this will go into next week's podcast too tantra
1: Oh my goodness! Mm.
0: Because you're, we're going to talk about what piece of equipment you have. We have the Carol bikes. Yep. Oh uh, no, the uh, or the, the, the ARX or no, the mental the thing that the, the
3: oh the, the uh, neural optimal.
0: Yeah, the yes. neural optimal. And yeah. the neural optimal reminds me sort of of tantra yoga. Yes. Hmm. And
1: that's huge. Yeah. And in tantra,
0: it's can also be crystals. Yes. So so is
1: crystals a no tropic? No, no tropic. Oh, it can be. Yeah. It can be.
3: It can be if you're very sensitive energetically. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely. Yep. Definitely. Exactly. So,
0: so next week I want to really hit on Tantra. Okay. And say the word again.
3: Neural optimal. That's a big
0: word. Or, or, I, can't, I can't say it that Or neural
3: feedback slash brain training.
0: Sweet. So that's going to be next week's. I'm looking forward to really talking about the Tantra aspect of the,
1: biohacking. Yeah. Stay tuned. Um, Actually, no, stay tuned. No, no, stay tuned. (laughs) Tell them how to get all of you. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you guys can reach me on Instagram. Uh, My handle is biohackzack. That's spelled B-I-O-H-A-C-K-Z-A-C-K. And if social media is not your thing, please shoot me an email at zach at biohackstudios.com.
0: And and just real quick, what's the name of the podcast you're going to be on uh, in a couple weeks? Know
3: Your Physio. Sweet. Yeah, you get okay. on, on Spotify.
0: Okay, know your physio. And we'll put attachment to that also in this podcast. Cool. Go ahead.
1: Until next time, much, much love from all of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt, and thrive.
2: If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both and subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode as always namaste kala which in greek means may we all be well this program copyright true fitness incorporated all rights reserved